Hi, I'm Robert Jeffress, and I'm glad to serve as your Bible teacher every day on this great radio station on today's edition of Pathway to Victory. My prayer for you is that this brief series on angels has opened your eyes so that you can see you're not alone in this world. God has sent a multitude of angels to sustain and encourage you, to provide for your needs, to minister to you in life, and yes, even in death. Welcome to Pathway to Victory with author and pastor, Dr. Robert Jeffress. Most people never know it, but there is a cosmic struggle taking place right now all around us at this very moment. And even though we can't see them, God's angels are working overtime to keep us from harm. Today on Pathway to Victory, Dr. Robert Jeffress reveals the different ways in which angels can minister to us. Now, here's our Bible teacher to introduce today's message. Dr. Jeffress? Thanks, David, and welcome again to Pathway to Victory. That's right, David, we're on the brink of a brand new year, and we've been thinking and praying about this day for a long, long time. Saturday night, December 31st, marks the final day of the Light in the Darkness Matching Challenge, and we've been specifically asking God to move in the hearts of people like you to help us reach the goal of $525,000. As long as your letter is postmarked on or before December 31st, or as long as you give online or call us on the phone today, we'll make sure your generous gift is counted toward reaching the matching challenge. Some can give $100, which means a total of a $200 gift. Others can give $500, which will be matched until it becomes $1,000. Many can give even more. In every case, your gift will have twice the impact because of the matching challenge. Plus, when you give, we'll be saying thank you for providing the exclusive 2023 Pathway to Victory Daily Devotional. This is a substantive leather-bound volume containing enough chapters for every weekday in the new year. Through this devotional, I'll be coming alongside you each day with Bible readings and devotional thoughts that will keep you centered on God's Word. As a bonus, I'll also include the practical brochure I've written called Jesus, the Fulfillment of God's Prophecies. You'll be amazed as you survey dozens of predictions that foretold the life and ministry of Jesus hundreds of years before he arrived. Seeing these prophecies fulfilled will give you new trust in the credibility of the Bible. Now, we've come to the most important part of the broadcast and the reason you're listening right now. Let's open God's Word to Hebrews chapter 1 and let God's Spirit teach us about His secret agents. I titled today's message, The Angels and You. Let's look at what ministries angels perform on our behalf. And as I look through the scriptures, I find four very specific ministries that angels perform on your behalf every day. What do the angels do for us? Well, first of all, the Bible teaches that angels sustain and they encourage us. They sustain and they encourage us. In fact, you find angels doing that all through the scriptures. Remember in Matthew chapter 4, we have the account of Jesus being tempted and tested in the wilderness for 40 days by Satan. After that 40 days of unbelievable trial and testing... Matthew 4.11 says that the angels came and they ministered to the Lord Jesus Christ. 
By the way, angels do the very same thing for us as well. There's a second way that angels minister to us, and that is sometimes angels reveal God's will to us. Sometimes they reveal God's will. Now, in our series on the great doctrines of the faith, soon we will come to a series on the Bible, bibliology, the study of the Bible. And one thing we need to understand about the Bible is that the Bible is God's complete and it is God's final revelation. This book contains everything we need to know about God. Nevertheless, there are some questions that we have about our life. Questions like whom to marry, where to go to school. We need God's guidance in our life. And in our series on hearing the master's voice, we talked about all of the different ways God provides guidance. Sometimes he does it through the word. Sometimes he does it through prayer. Sometimes it's that prompting, that supernatural prompting of the Holy Spirit. God uses a variety of ways to reveal his will to us. But we shouldn't be surprised that if occasionally God might not even use an angel to reveal his will to us. You say, well, isn't that an extreme view to think that God would reveal his will through an angel? He's certainly done it before. Think, for example, in Matthew chapter 1, verses 20 and 21. It was an angel that told Joseph that he should take Mary for his wife and adopt Jesus as his own son. Remember the women who went searching for the tomb of Jesus? It was an angel that guided them there. Or think about Acts 27. Remember when Paul was on that ship with the other passengers and the ship was about to sink? And remember the passengers were afraid that they were going to die and the Apostle Paul came and he comforted them and the Apostle Paul said, God revealed to me, it is God who revealed to me that we shall not die. Although it is not the norm, I agree. I believe God sometimes uses angels to reveal his plan to us. Now I need to offer a caution, a word of caution here. 2 Corinthians 11 verse 4 says that Satan is capable of appearing as an angel of light. He is capable of appearing as an angel and therefore he is capable of deceiving us. And that is why just because an angel appears to you, that does not mean that is God speaking to you. The fact is, if any angelic being comes into your life and reveals something to you that contradicts the Word of God, the clear teaching of the Word of God, then you need to understand that is not an angelic presence, that is a satanic presence. You know, in Galatians 1, verse 6 and verse 8, the Apostle Paul said that if anyone comes to you, a pastor a parent, a teacher, even an angel himself, Paul says, appears to you and preaches a gospel contrary to that of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let that person be damned. We need to very carefully test any angelic appearance to see if it is in line with what the Word of God reveals. Although I don't think it happens often. In fact, I think the reason it is recorded in Scripture these angelic appearances is because it's not the norm, it's the exception. But sometimes we shouldn't be surprised if God chooses to reveal His will to us through the angels. Number three, angels protect us from physical and spiritual harm. One of the ministries of angels to you is to protect you from physical and spiritual harm. 
Again, according to Hebrews 1.14 and Psalm 91, verses 11 through 13, one of the primary duties of angels is to protect you. They are like God's AAA service on your behalf. They are there to render aid when you need it. Sometimes the angels are there to protect us from physical danger. Physical danger. Did you know that one of Satan's primary strategies in your life is to kill you prematurely? He would love to take your life before God's time. Teenagers, he would love to take your life in a traffic accident, for example, or through suicide or in some other way. You say, where do you get that, Pastor? John 8, Jesus said that Satan is a liar and he is a murderer. You say, why would Satan want to take my life prematurely? If you're not a Christian tonight here or watching on television... He would love to take your life before you have an opportunity to trust in Christ as your Savior. If you're a believer tonight, He would like to take your life. He would like to extinguish your witness for Christ here in this world. But one of His strategies is to take your life prematurely. We have many accounts of that in Jesus' own life. For example, in John 7 verse 30 and in John 8 verse 20. Uh, John tells us that the crowds were so angered by Jesus' teaching that they sought to kill him. But he was supernaturally protected because his hour had not come. Satan was trying to destroy his life prematurely before he could die on the cross for the sins of the world. How is it that Jesus was protected? I believe it was His angels that were protecting Him. And He does the same for us today. It is the angels who protect us from physical danger. I'll never forget an experience I had about 11 years ago. It was the afternoon of my father's funeral. We were returning from the cemetery in Van Alstine, Texas, and we were on the way back to our family home in Richardson, about a 45-minute drive, and we were in one of those big funeral limousines, you know, that they drive the family around. And we finally arrived in Richardson. We turned on Arapahoe Drive, uh, headed toward our home. It was drizzling that afternoon. And on Arapahoe Road, a very busy street in Richardson, we got into the left-hand turn lane to turn onto Waterview, our street. And the person driving the car was not familiar with Richardson, obviously. And he got into that left-hand turn lane, and he didn't realize it was a protected turn, a green arrow. He saw a green light, and he had his head turned, and he was talking to me about the benefits of embalming or some subject like that, you know. We were carrying on this animated conversation, and without stopping at all, he turned that funeral car into oncoming traffic. And I looked ahead... And I saw this Cadillac Sedan DeVille headed toward us at at least 50 miles an hour. Have you ever been in a situation like that and everything seems like it goes in slow motion suddenly? I saw that car coming right toward me in the passenger seat. And I knew I was a goner. And I remember my last thought was how ironic that I was going to die on the same day as my father's funeral. The next thing that happened could only be explained by an angel. Somehow, our car was supernaturally pushed forward. That car was headed right toward us. It should have hit us. It missed us by inches. And that Cadillac Sedan DeVille plowed into a light pole right in the median of that uh, street. I'm sure 
that man in that car was severely injured, if not killed. The whole time, the funeral director, as he turned, was talking to me. And when we heard that car crash behind us, I said, did you see that? He said, see what? And he kept on driving. How in the world do I explain that? I explain it by an angel's supernatural power. God wasn't through with me at that point. He protected my life and my family's life. It was an angel, I'll always believe, that protected us. And God does the same thing for us and for our children. They protect us from physical danger. Not only that, but secondly, they offer us spiritual protection. Spiritual protection. Ephesians chapter 6 reminds us that we are involved in a life and death struggle, not against people, not against flesh and blood, but against the unseen forces of darkness in the heavenly places, against demons and Satan himself. Angels are a very real presence in the world today, but we need to understand that there is a cosmic struggle going on for our life and soul between the angels and the demons. What do demons do to us? I don't believe they can indwell a Christian, but I think the Bible teaches that demons can oppress us and depress us and tempt us and test us in any number of ways. And many of the things you feel, the depression, the oppression, the temptation are because of demonic forces in the world today. You know, a great illustration of that is found in Daniel chapter 10. Remember, Daniel was going through a time of a, a depression in his life, and he prayed that God would supernaturally give him a word of encouragement. He prayed, and for three weeks, there was no answer to his prayer. Finally, an angel came and appeared to Daniel, and he said, Excuse me, pardon me for not coming earlier, but a demon... Satan himself prevented me from coming, and only when Michael the archangel intervened on my behalf was I freed to come and minister to you. Now, I don't understand all of that. I can't even begin to comprehend that, but what I do understand is this. There is a whole other world. There is a fourth dimension that we cannot see. There is a cosmic struggle going on and angels are working right now on our behalf to protect us, not only physically, but more importantly, to protect us spiritually. Number four, what do angels do for us? This is so great. Angels minister to us in our death. They minister to us in our death you know, if you think about it long enough, death can be a very frightening experience. Think what it's going to be like for you to close your eyes for the very last time here on earth. But a Christian never need to dread death. In Romans 14, verse 13, the Bible says, Blessed, happy are those who die in the Lord. You know, I, I think what, what John is saying, the angel is saying through John is, not only is the end result of death a happy experience for the Christian, because we're going to be in heaven, but I think he is saying that the process of death itself can be a happy moment for a Christian. Isn't that what the psalmist said? Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Again, the process of dying isn't a pleasant one. But I believe the reason death itself is a blessed, precious event for Christians is because at the moment of our death, the Bible says, the angels come and they usher us into the presence of God. 
You say, now, Robert, did you read that on a Hallmark card, or how do you know that's really true? Turn over to Luke chapter 16. Here is the passage, one of many that teaches that. You remember Luke chapter 16. It's a story that Jesus told about a rich man and a poor man named Lazarus. And remember, they lived two very different lives, and they had two very different destinies. Verse 22 of Luke 16, we find what happened to the poor man and to the rich man. Verse 22, here's what happened to Lazarus. Now it came about that the poor man died and he was carried away by the angels to Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and he was buried. And in Hades he lifted up his eyes being in torment. I believe the Bible teaches that the moment you die, there are going to be angels at your side who will deliver you into the presence of God. The angels won't come one minute too soon. They won't come one minute too late. They will be there at precisely the moment the Lord sends them to take you into heaven. That is the evidence of Scripture. And by the way, that is also the evidence of experience as well. Probably the greatest missionary story of all time is the story of those five missionaries, Jim Elliott, Nate Saint, three other men, who were speared to death in January of 1956 as they tried to bring the gospel to the Alca Indians in Ecuador. Their wonderful story is in that great missionary book, Through the Gates of Splendor. You might remember that after their deaths, their widows and their family members returned to Ecuador to the same tribe that had killed their husbands in order to minister to them and win them to faith in Christ. And many of them became Christians. When his dad, Nate Saint, was killed by the Alcas in 1956, Steve Saint was only a little boy. But recently, Steve Saint went back to Ecuador to visit the very place where his father was speared to death. And he sat down and he visited with those Alca Indians who had come to faith in Christ. And they described to Steve Saint the death of his father and those other four missionaries and the courage that they exhibited in the midst of that terrible situation. But not only that, those Alka Indians also described something else that happened that afternoon when they killed those five missionaries. Listen to what happened. Dawa, one of the three women, told me, and this is Steve Saint speaking, one of the women told me that she had been hidden in the bush through the attack hearing but not seeing the killing of the five missionaries. She told me she had been hit by gun pellets in the wrist and just above the knee. These shots obviously came from random warning shots fired by the missionaries to scare the attackers. Because Dawa was hiding on the far side of the narrow river and the missionaries could not have known of her presence. She also told me that after the killing, she saw Kawodi above the trees, singing. She didn't know what kind of music this was until later she heard records of one of the missionaries and became familiar with the sound of a choir. Minke and Kimo confirmed that they too had heard the singing and saw what Dora saw and seemed to describe as angels along the ridge above Palm Beach. Dewey also verified hearing the strange music. 
Though he describes what he saw more like lights moving around and shining. A sky filled with jungle beetles similar to fireflies with a light that is brighter and doesn't blink. Apparently all the participants saw this bright multitude in the sky and felt that they should be scared because they knew it was something supernatural. The angels are there to minister to us. Not only in our life, but also in our death. Let me ask you, when that inevitable moment of your death arrives, who will be there to minister to you? The Bible says that if you are a Christian, you need not fear death because it is the angels God will dispatch to bring you into the presence of God himself. Do you remember the great story in 2 Kings chapter 6? about the prophet Elisha. Remember how Elisha was in that little village of Dothan and the king of Syria sent his forces into that small village to capture the prophet? Remember how Elisha's servant came to him, panicked, alarmed, and he said, Oh, Elisha, look outside. See the multitudes around about to attack. And Elisha very calmly said, Don't worry. Greater are those who are with us than those who are with them. And then Elisha prayed this prayer. He said, Oh Lord, open the eyes of my servant that he might see. And suddenly the servant's eyes were opened and he saw the multitude of angels who were surrounding that little village. My prayer for you is that this brief series on angels has opened your eyes so that you can see you're not alone in this world. God has sent a multitude of angels to sustain and encourage you, to provide for your needs, to minister to you in life, and yes, even in death. They are ministering spirits sent on behalf of those who will inherit salvation. Well, I hope you've enjoyed digging into this fascinating topic. All week long, we've been looking into the book of Hebrews for details on God's special agents. I titled this mini-series, The Truth About Angels. And now, I have a few things I need to say about 2023. First, because this is our final broadcast of this year, it's my very last time to remind you about the Pathway to Victory daily devotional for 2023. In this leather-bound book, I've written a chapter for every weekday in the coming new year. Each one contains a carefully crafted lesson from my heart to yours. And each one is designed to keep you centered on God's Word throughout the new year. Well, today is the final day to request your copy of the Daily Devotional for 2023. It's imperative that we hear from you right away, either by phone, through our website, ptv.org, our mobile app, or even by sending a letter. But here's the best part. We're in the final hours of the Light in the Darkness Matching Challenge, in which we've been challenged by a generous group of friends who have committed $525,000 to this cause. What they've said, in essence, is this. We want to motivate the Pathway to Victory audience to give just as we have by matching dollar for dollar every generous gift that's given. So please don't allow the hours to slip by without taking advantage of having the opportunity to double the impact of your generous gift. Now again, the deadline is midnight, December 31st. 
All of the matching funds we've been able to collect will be used in 2023 to reach even more people with the living and active Word of God through this radio program, our daily television program, our website, our podcast, our published resources, and every other avenue at our disposal. Thank you so much for joining us today as together we pierce the darkness with the light of God's Word. David? Thanks, Dr. Jeffers. Today, when you give a generous year-end gift to support the ministry of Pathway to Victory, we'll say thanks by sending you the exclusive 2023 daily devotional from Pathway to Victory. To request this resource, call 866-999-2965 or simply go to ptv.org. Now, when your gift is $100 or more, we'll also send you this month's brand new Christmas series, Celebrate the Savior. This DVD and CD package includes seven hand-picked message about the birth of Jesus and the impact of His first coming. Plus, the included music CD features the very best Christmas music by the phenomenal First Baptist Dallas Choir and Orchestra. It's perfect to play in your car or around the house. And don't forget, because of our Light in the Darkness Matching Challenge, your gift will be doubled in size and impact by some friends of Pathway to Victory. But the clock is ticking, and our matching challenge ends December 31st at midnight. So be sure to get in touch right away before time runs out. One more time, call 866-999-2965 or visit ptv.org. You could send your gift by mail if you'd like, P.O. Box 223-609, Dallas, Texas, 75222. That's P.O. Box 223-609, Dallas, Texas, 75222. I'm David J. Mullins, wishing you a very safe and happy new year. Then join us again next week for the start of a brand new series called What Every Christian Should Know, 10 Core Beliefs for Standing Strong in a Shifting World. That's Monday here on Pathway to Victory. Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress comes from the pulpit of the First Baptist Church of Dallas, Texas.